Coach's Corner with Coach Heck and the infamous Coach Patrick King. You're stuck with me, man. I'm stuck. You are stuck with me. I ain't going anywhere. Um, there's a lot of people that are jealous of me for sitting there, and there's some people that yeah, there's a little sympathy going on at the same time. There's more people that are sympathetic to <laughs> you. I'm just saying that much right now. Ron, you know you're second in the state in tees. When I go talk to Turgovich at the scores get table, a picture. I said, get as many pictures as you can. <laughs> and you ain't that good. The scouting report said you were pretty good. You ain't that good. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Yes, I am not kidding you. I, I just love that intro. That that was really from one of our early shows as as we were, you know, just kind of getting uh, into this and kind of knew it this. Now, yeah. now we're seasoned veterans, and we, we don't mess around like that. No, now this never. stuff is totally serious, it's all scripted. and it's about, it's it's all about sports. Yeah. About sports is not it's not about anybody's <laughs> personal life. Um, it's I mean your face looks beautiful. Speaking yeah, of, of personal weeks, life, I'm two weeks away from chemo face. Your chemo face is now <laughs> cleaned up, and uh, yeah. the medical diagnosis is you're going to be with us for I'm, another forty yeah, years, right? Yeah. Now it's now it's not the chemo face. It's uh, it's just your face. I got yeah, it's just the face. But now, now, face. now I've got an arthritic hip. That oh, I have to deal man. with. So. I'm just—it's—it's it's hell getting old. No, it's the golden years. Is that what it is? It's the golden years, Gold, man. Golden. I have a neck that's ready. I'm ready to take my head off and just chop it off because my neck—I have arthritis in my neck. Obviously, you mentioned you the look back. like you look like Lurch on the Adams family. No, like turn yeah, and stuff like yeah. I got to use my—I got to turn my chair, but. So right. no, it, it is it is what it is, man. We, we're so happy to be here on President's Day to chat it up with y'all from the great bar, Louis. I mean, what can you say about Bar Louis, right? They've taken good care of us, and my gosh, it's such a nice place. It's 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 just it's nice. You know, it's clean. The ambience is really yeah, cool. It's, it's re still relatively new, but it's very well taken care of. I mean, the people downstairs are just fantastic. And uh, Tuesday night's burger night—that's for oh, sure. Oh man, and the, it's, the it's food on Tuesdays—that's for no, sure. The food is great. We have a great show planned tonight. We're going to talk. Little bit of NBA All Star game, uh, boo. We're gonna we're gonna um, bring the great Bodie Bender on board here, the head coach at Mishawak of the Mishawaka Cavemen, fifteen and six Cavemen. We're gonna talk a little sectional uh, basketball draw and, and where his team is at. Then we have college basketball to chat it up about. Um, we have some high school basketball to to talk about. Some girls semi states. Semi states. I know. I know you did a game. I was in Florida this past weekend at a wedding. Um, I go to Florida. Uh, it snows. Oh I drive to my daughter's house in Indy. Yes. Six inches of snow. snow. You drove into, drove the, into snow. the snow. <laughs> we get to Florida. It's like 55 and rainy mm. each day. I, I'm, I'm planning on, you know, going for a walk on the beach, hanging out, mm. and, you know, Well, we've cold. seen that, what, Daytona, the weather's. Yeah, they're, got, they're still trying to figure out how to get two races in, and it's it's Monday night. Yeah, no, so they didn't get the race in today. I don't th I don't know if they're ever going to try to run one of them today. Yeah, tonight. no, that's what I thought. Hey, before we get started, let's talk about um, Tony Letcher and Health Markets Insurance. He's been a main sponsor on our show. Uh, whether you need help with uh, regular. Uh, health insurance or Medicare, it's time to get the right coverage for the right price. Call Tony at 574-307-8882 or visit his website at tletcher.com. Han Funeral Home. So speaking of Han Funeral Home now, my son Aaron, a.k.a. Bugsy, works there. 
He's 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 in school to become a funeral director. He he I mean the owner is Pat Hahn and just a wonderful wonderful human being. So we're eating at a restaurant in Florida. It's called Breakers. It's right on the beach. It's in New Smyrna, and um, uh, so Aaron sends Pat because Pat's in Florida too. So Aaron says Pat a, a you know like a text. Hey, on the beach in Florida, blah blah blah. Pat calls him and says so where are you at? And Aaron says, breakers. And Pat said, is that the pink building on the beach? And Aaron says, yeah. He said, look out the window. Pat Hobbs on the beach. Looking out. We're just, we're looking out, waving at him. I mean, what's, uh, what's What's the the chance of that happening? Loss of a loved one can leave you with a lots of unanswered questions and stress at Han funeral homes of Mishawaka. They are there to help. They're awesome. Located at 505 West A Street in downtown Mish. You can give them a call at any time. Also, the Black Sedan Band, our, our bumper music is, you know what? I listen to a lot of podcasts, too, and I don't know if you do, but I don't know anybody that has bumper music like we have. We've got we've got some of the best, that's I for mean, sure. Like, I like it. Well, no, so you and I sit here on the on the intros when we come back from breaks, mm-hmm. and we, we can't help but just start, you know, just start moving a little bit, right? Sure. A lot of them have the elevator music. Yeah, yeah. No, we got we got great. The Black Sedan Bam, the uh, band located in Birmingham, Alabama, and then we'll talk about Frick's Driving School coming up in our first break. We, I'm sure we have some Frick's Driving School games of the week. We do road we do games have a of the week? Road games of the week. But so, so let's just get started well, on this. And before we do, Scott, why don't you tell people at home that are listening to us live how they can uh, talk to us? Tell you know the chat line, all the different chat lines, and I know there's a text there. If they're on YouTube, they've got all kinds of different options. Yeah. If you are uh, watching on YouTube live, drop a comment in the chat. We'll get to it at some point uh, this evening. Uh, If you are watching us on any other um, medium, text me 214-945-4134. And we'll get to it, like I said, at some point. And you are in Denver today. Is that right? You started in Orlando? Yep. Oh, we already have a comment. It's from Chloe. Okay. Hey, Chloe. (laughs) Hey, Chloe. What's up? He'll be home tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He'll be home tomorrow. I'll be home tomorrow. That's right. All right. NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. Yeah. So I think, so on Friday, on Friday, I'm flying out of Indy and I'm, I'm going through the airport and all of the signage talking about the all-star game the three-point shooting contest between uh steph curry and one of the the wnba mm-hmm. players Sabrina, the contest. Sabrina? yeah I, yes. I, I posted something on instagram with her yeah yeah and and all of you know and then the game they they had a court did you see the Actually, court yes yeah, I, I was, you get I a was dunk in on one of those rims I came through there about a month ago, and it was already up. Yeah, it's it amazing, and all, all of the advertising and everything, and made me really think about it a lot. And then coming back last night, uh, you know, as the All Star Game was was being played, and then following through and and you know doing some research on it. I mean, two eleven to one eighty six. Yeah, they scored two hundred points. Well, one team. They broke a record, obviously. Does the scoreboard have a two on it? I, I, I didn't mean, pay, I didn't watch it. I, I mean, I don't know, and I've I saw a little bit of it, and um, the the NBA commissioner was talking about what they need to do to get more effort into the game. Yeah, he is not a happy person right now. He's, he's not a happy person. He is not because, happy with the way things went. Well, because. 
there's there's no effort on the defensive end whatsoever. And um, I mean, people paid a lot of money for those tickets. Sure. I know, I know, I know. They like. I think there were sixty six three point shots made in the game, and I know, I know, people like to see offense, but people also like to see somewhat of a of a competitive a basketball, basketball game. game. Yeah. Uh, because that's what it's billed at. It's billed as an all-star basketball game. It's not billed uh, what the NFL has, uh, flag football. Mm. It's not flag basketball. It's a regulation basketball but game. It, it resembled flag flag basketball, that's yeah. for sure. Well, yeah, because there was no effort on the defensive end, right. and anybody could do what they wanted to do. Now, from the player standpoint, they say this. They say, we don't want to become Ray Fossey. Now, now, do you know who Ray Fossey oh, is? Oh, sure. Yep. He was the catcher with Pete Rose. God, are you so smart. I can't. I get nothing by you, man. Yeah, I got nothing that. Nothing by you, I man. I got that one. No, in baseball all-star game, Pete Rose took out Ray Fossey because the game was tight and Pete Rose wanted to score the run. And Ray Fossey was never the same for the Cleveland Indians the rest of his career. But the major league uh, a baseball all-star game – was and still is highly competitive because, and I don't think this is the case now. I think the I think the players' union got this taken out. But for the longest time, the winner between the National and the American League got to be the the uh, home team in the World Series. Yeah, they got the if there was they a got game the four seven, games. they got four of the four of the seven. Yep. Yeah. So so there was significance to who won that game. Mm-hmm. Now the significance to who wins the NBA All Star game is cabbage, cash, flow, greenbacks. And I mean, do those players even if it's I don't know if it's a if it's 200 grand, 200 grand to those players, isn't that money? I mean, it is money. Money's relative. I think I remember seeing the number 750 somewhere at one time. Is that yeah. right? And that's relative well, to you and me. Right. Sure. Now, the whole point of that, yeah, because we're buying a ticket to that ball game now. I did not. I watched maybe five minutes of it yesterday, and I can't remember if it was the second quarter or third quarter. I know the score was already in the hundreds, and I go, "Are you kidding?" Did you I see Luca jack one up from three quarter court, just kind of in the middle of the game. I saw somebody threw one they off the, the top, top of the backboard. Well, I saw it when the two when the two guys played pass back and forth. I saw that live. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, everybody Luca just kind of got out of the way of them. They looked like a. Looked Everybody like a, just got out of the way. It looked like a globetrotter game when you know the the that, Washington Capitals were were the Washington Generals. Generals. I, were, uh, this might be a good point for Magic Mind. The I was close. Capitals. It's but, a hockey team. It'll be uh, Alexander Ovechkin's team. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a hockey team. Well, you know what I mean. But the whole point of it was, it wasn't worth watching. I would have been up. I even thought to myself. I would have been upset if I paid money to go watch this game. So now the commissioner has to say, what kind of caveat can I put out there to make this more of a competition type of game where both teams compete? And I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's um, in the finals like baseball, mm-hmm. the winner gets the home court advantage, and and the, the other. I don't think I don't think the teams will like it, but that's an option. Well, and I but don't whatever, know if the but, players union would go for no, it. But the, the whole thing amounts to it made the the little skills test that they did the night before the more three point shooting. It made that part being the feature, and no one will go to the game anymore because if they know that's what's going to happen at the game, 
Nobody's going to go. Well, no. So, I, I, so if you watch the game, um, if anybody watching, if you watch the game, uh, please make a comment because I don't know. Maybe fans. I mean, maybe fans enjoy that. I, I don't know, but as as a basketball as a basketball ex basketball coach, and you're an ex basketball coach, I, I don't. You know, when when I hear players say, "Well, I don't want to get hurt," to me, and and I think I think this is kind of true. To me, when you are playing not to get hurt is when you're going to get hurt. Well, and you know, and I know they play harder than that at practice. They play harder than that. In exhibition games. They play harder than that in the summer when they're just playing pickup games. Yeah. Sure they do. Yeah. They yeah. play harder than that. So I, I would like to know from our listenership tonight, um, if you can if you can uh, chat it up, you know, type it in, or however you can reach us, If because that might be enjoyable to some people. Well, quite, I don't know. To be quite honest, my wife had the People's Choice Awards on for a little bit last night, and I didn't. I didn't try it looking for the remote control. I went ahead and no, that stop. Watched uh, St stop Lenny Kravitz. Stop because Becky Lenny is watching this no. and you're trying to get points. Yeah, well, maybe stop. But I, I know. I did watch part with Lenny Kravitz on it. It was kind of nice. <laughs> I, Here's a question for you guys. It was a whole lot better than the, than the ball game. Yeah, fire. Um, isn't in in this kind of the league that Adam Silver has has put forth though i mean he's been all at the forefront of the player empowerment uh stuff and i mean mm -hmm. this is kind of reaping what he's he's sowed so i mean he he dug this hole he's gonna have to get himself out of it so i don't really have a whole heck of a lot of sympathy for the guy um i was no, just curious what you guys thought no i'm just curious to see what he's gonna do next well I, i'm right. not i'm not concerned about i'm not concerned about him um i'm concerned about uh the fan and, and that's where i'm at with this because Maybe I'm the old school curmudgeon. How about that word? Maybe I'm the old school curmudgeon who doesn't like it, but maybe millions and millions and millions of other people like it. Maybe they do. Well, you know, they did make it. I can't stand it. I mean, I haven't watched a second of the NBA in probably six years just because it's well, not it's not entertaining. Well, you're not a curmudgeon, right? So, <laughs> uh, what, so what would you be called, a millennial? Are, are you a millennial? I'm like right on the border of millennial and Gen Z. Oh, okay. The website you look at. Okay, so and and you are. I mean, you're a straight up basketball. I mean, you're a high school, a, a former player. Uh, you're around your pops all the time when he coached. So you're a basketball. I would call you an a basketball aficionado because you know the game. And if you say you don't like the NBA, I, I can. I I mean, I can dig that. But I I do watch the Bulls. I'm a Bulls fan, and if right. the Bulls are playing, and I think Billy Donovan, the coach of the Bulls gets those guys to play hard. Right. Well, I don't it, think they're any good, but and, I think he gets it, them to play hard. And and back to the All-Star game, if you think they did make a change this year, they didn't have, what, Team LeBron and Team whoever else, uh, Anthony Davis or whoever it was last year, where they picked their own teams because they didn't like the results of, of the game. So now they went back to East versus West, and that the game itself 
No, it was it awful. It was not an improvement. It was so. awful. When, when MJ and those guys played, those guys competed. You know why? When Larry Bird and Magic and those guys played in they, that game, they competed because they had pride. They had some. They had their fun like in the second and third quarters, but when it got to the fourth quarter. No, when it got to nut-cutting time. It, it said, okay, it's time they, to play. They competed. Yeah, they played. And any time they played against each other. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I heard stories of the first dream team when Patrick Ewing and MJ and – and uh, all those guys, Magic, Charles Barkley, they said that the scrimmages were incredible. They've got films. Of, I think it was when they were in Barcelona. They yeah, were practicing. Yeah. Chuck Daly had to, had to try to call it off because it was getting too yeah, serious. Yeah, because, because each one of them had pride. Well, you had Jordan on one side and you had Magic on the other. And Larry Bird with and a bad had, back. They had lined up with and each other and they were going at it. No, no, because because they had individual pride and who's who's better. Well, you had Carl Malone on one team and Barkley was on the other. They played, yeah. they were basically just playing shirts and skins at yeah. practice. Yeah, exactly. And they've got you could go look that up on YouTube. Those are good ones. And pretty watch. much every person on that team except for Christian Leitner in the NBA Hall of Fame. Probably, and he had just come out of college. Yep, I, I think mean, he was still probably. in college. He was the one amateur. Yeah. And they and they said, and and obviously the big controversy with that team was they came out and said we didn't want Isaiah on the team, or it might have been MJ that said that because of the episode where when the Bulls beat the Pistons mm. and and Isaiah led the charge right. to walk out before the game was over and wouldn't shake hands and all that stuff, but. They didn't want Isaiah on the team. Now, was Isaiah good enough to be on that team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure he was. The bad boys beat those guys in the late 80s. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Michael Michael still hates Isaiah. Man, yeah. That's, that's part of it. There's I still, know. I mean, there's still a grudge. Listen, why don't you guys go to commercial? I'm going to get Bodie Bender on the line here, and we're going to talk some high school hoops. We have sectional pairings to look at. Uh, we have uh, where Mishawaka is. If, if you're if you're from out of town and you're listening to this, Mishawaka, South Bend, right next to, uh, to each other, and uh, uh, Mishawaka is having another good year. They I think they won 20 games last year. Of course, I I have something into that into sure. that team because that's because your, you and I your, coach that's there. your guys. That's yeah. right. All right, listen, take a break. I'll Scott, get Coach Bender on. All right, Scott, tell us a little bit about. Uh, um, your uh, your commercials that you've got. All right, uh, we got. I got one comment real quick to get to. It's from our guy Q. He said, "From a Gen Xer, watched maybe five minutes of that All Star exhibition, reached my limit, went and found classic '80s TV to watch on YouTube." Well, that, that so, '90s, yep, that '90s thing would have been just fine. Yeah, it's a it's a very uh, very on brand for Q. I think. Um, here, before three. we before I uh, play the video commercials, I'll tell you guys about magicmind.com slash Ron. It's a uh, memory aid that is not a pill that you take. It's uh, something you put in your drink and add to it, and it helps your cognitive function. So go to magicmind.com slash Ron. Use the code Ron. Get you 20% off. And then MailRag is our performance apparel partner. That's a lot of P's. I see. Um, so go to MailRag.com. It's M-A-E-L-R-E-G.com slash ind coaches corner and that's coaches with no e because it's possessive but i couldn't put a apostrophe in the uh url but use ind coaches corner that uh, promo code gets you 10 percent off it's basically free shipping it's good stuff hoodies quarter zips uh polos good stuff i'm wearing a different one because i always wear my sweatshirt and it's always in the laundry when i take it on the road so uh go there um 
And then while you're on YouTube, leave a comment in the chat, subscribe to the channel, leave a thumbs up on the video. It really helps us get uh, get the show out. We're at, uh, from two weeks ago, our Say Something Nice About Purdue segments pushing 4,000 views. So that's awesome from everybody that's that's seen the channel, and hopefully we get people to come back. So hitting the thumbs up button on the channel really helps us get to the front page of, of YouTube. So we will be right back. Andy Kern is a real estate broker with Weikert Realtors, Jim Dumphy and Associates. The office is locally owned, but has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't have. Whether you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, Andy can help. He has six years of real estate experience and is a lifelong St. Joe County resident. Jim Dunphy and Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Andy Kern at 574-386-4479 for great local service. He is the Colonel. James Carpenter is a real estate broker with Weikert Realtors, Jim Dunphy & Associates. The office is locally owned, but it has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't have. Whether you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, James can help. James is a South Bend lifer and has six years of real estate experience. Jim Dunphy & Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Jim Carpenter at 574-292-CARP. That's 292-2277 for great local service. Frick's Driving School has been named the best driving school in Michiana. Frick's was started in 1960 and is located on Edison Road in Mishawaka. If your child is 15, you can get them started at Frick's. There are multiple instructions available for your driving lessons. Check out the broadcastsport.net main page and click on the Frick's icon to get more information. There you can find out more information and instructions to enroll your new driver. Frick's Driving School, a proud sponsor of Coach's Corner on broadcastsport.net. Hello, I'm Dr. Karch, and I want to invite you to stop by my office on Cleveland Road in South Bend, just east of Portage Avenue. I've been serving Michiana for over 20 years, specializing in back pain, neck pain, headaches, naturally with gentle chiropractic care. Come see me for a free consultation. Courage Chiropractic and Wellness Center, when your body needs somebody to help. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? And we are back on Coach's Corner with the infamous uh, ex-head coach of the South Bend, Adams Eagles, uh, Madison what? Madison Bobcats? Madison Cubs. Madison. No. Madison Cubs. That would have been so much better. Madison Cubs. (laughs) And middle school was the Bears, and the high school was the Cubs. Assistant coach at the great Mishawaka Mishawaka High High School. School, Before we go to Coach Bender, let me talk about Tony Letcher again. Thanks to Tony Letcher with Health Markets Insurance. Whether you need help with your health insurance or Medicare, get a hold of Tony, man. 574-307-8882. And then Han Funeral Homes. Located at 505 West A Street, downtown Mish. You can call us anytime at 574-255-1474. If your family, if you're ever involved in any one of those situations where you lose a loved one, uh, they are the best at Han Funeral Home. We have the great young head coach of the Mishawaka Caveman, Bodie Bender, on the Black Sedan Hotline tonight. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are we're doing great, man. We don't we don't have any we don't have to coach any games. We don't have to do anything like that. We can just talk to you guys, man. So we are doing great. 
man, you're, you're, it's your second year to, at the, at, at the Mish, 35 and 13, 101 and 42. Uh, your eighth year overall being a head coach in Indiana. And I, I see you all the time. I know how good you are. I, I watch your teams play. I know, I know what a great job you do, man. Um, talk about, and I know this is going to be painful for you, but you went to Wawasee on Saturday, um, Lula Favors Ball Club, and you had a chance to win the NLC Conference outright with a victory. Talk about that game a little bit for us here. Yeah, I would say for us, we probably had our best shooting game of the year. I think we shot in the high 50% range. Uh, we were 7 of 17 for three, which I don't know that we've made seven threes in a game all year. So that was probably the best. Um, they matched us a little bit, did a little bit better in that area. I think they hit nine threes. But what really killed us was the 13 to four second chance opportunities. And I, I feel like somewhere in that third quarter, we probably gave them 10 of those. And, and that's just. You know, as I still think sit and think about that game, that that area of the game still eats me up a little bit. Yeah, that's very uncharacteristic of your team because you, you you do have some some really nice size for for a high school team. Brady Fisher at about six four, six five. Trey Thomas, um, uh, maybe six four, just very athletic. Cooper Pritchett, who um, probably had ten thousand views on YouTube with his dunk against the Career Academy, um, <laughs> as I saw that from the from Florida, just rebounds the heck out of out of the ball. So that that had to be really that's really uncharacteristic for your team. Yeah, uh, that, and that's something we've got to get cleaned up here. You know, this week against Penn and against St. Joe, and then. Um, going to into a, a big week next week uh, with it being tourney time, state of Indiana. What uh, did the Everingham kid play? Who 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 had been injured for Wabasi? He he did. I think he scored fourteen. Um, I think Zebarth had like eighteen, um, and then his brother Miles a couple times just in transition pulled up from volleyball range and hit a couple deep ones, and it was like it was it was just one of those feelings like oh my, I mean just didn't feel like we could do anything right. And they did everything right. It was their senior night. Um, they were revved up. Um, and it was just, uh, it, and you know how it is. You've been down there. It's just a very tough place to play and go to any night of the week uh, on a long bus ride from Mishawaka. Yeah. I mean, so, so we played a couple of times there during, during my tenure at Mishawaka. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. I, I don't know. And, and Pat, maybe you can you can chime in on this. I don't know why it seems like it's harder to play at other gyms uh, because when I was in, in the North Central Conference, it was that feeling all the time at Logan Sport where it was just it was a cold. It wasn't a great it wasn't a great atmosphere to go in and play. And I don't know what the crowd was like, so I don't know what the atmosphere was. But I always felt the same thing that it was it was really hard to play at Wallasee. And I, the only time I've been to Wawasee to watch games, we we scrimmaged Wawasee two or three times when I was at Adams, and I think it was actually when Robbie Berger was over there, and uh, and then Phil Mishler were the two coaches when we were there. But uh, I actually liked the gym; I thought it was a good place to shoot. And you said your guys shot the ball well. Uh, the rebounding part wasn't the best, and you know, but that's fixable. That's fixable. Yeah, Scott Scott's got the the route to get over there. I know all the county roads to get over there too. So I don't, I don't even get on highway six to get over there. Yeah. So, so, um, well, 
at, at least I can, at least I don't have to ask how much I'm into you for your meal at the frog. Right. <laughs> yeah. I should say, did you bring the bus home up Bodie or did you, no, did you yeah, home? I, I was, I was so mad. I, I went ahead and, and came home. I didn't even give him texts. Uh, you know, I didn't give him the, his debit card number or anything oh, like geez. that or the pin number. So he, he got off on this. No, I told him. I said, I said, you win that that uh, conference championship at Syracuse. Here's my card number, man. You stop in at the Frog and have a few on me, I, man. I, I've got some friends that live over there full time there in Syracuse, so they they uh, they have their own seats there at the Frog. I understand. Yeah, that. no, the, no, the Frog's race. So, so now, you, so you, so I think you got a pretty good week coming up. Now yep. tomorrow night you got Penn at home. And then Friday, you got South Bend St. Joe at home. Talk about those two games a little bit. Yeah, so Penn, uh, you know, big. Uh, haven't They have some guys that are out, so I don't know what their status is for tomorrow. Uh, we're obviously getting ready for them like they're going to play. Um, but, you know, to highlight them a little bit, uh, defensively, they're long. They're going to make it tough to get shots inside. So, again, we're going to have to – Hit some perimeter shots to, to loosen them up a little bit. But, uh, you know, they got Trey Miller who can shoot it. Maverick Brown can can drive it and, and finds a way with probably a little shorter frame but thick in stature to the point where he can get shots off inside. Um, you know, the, the guys that have been hurt, I don't and, and, again, I don't know if they're going to play. Dominic Bonner um, is, is a handful, but he's been out with an ankle, so I don't know if he'll be ready to go. And then Alex Hawthorne can shoot it. He's been hurt. And I'm not sure he's going to play. And then the freshman, Biamba, hurt his shoulder. So I'm not sure he's going to play. So they're kind of the walking wounded here a little bit. But they, they got other pieces. You know, Ethan Good off the bench can shoot. Casey Finn has really come on for them here of late. He can shoot it. Um, so they have a few, you know, a few parts that uh, – it would be nice to have one or two more of those shooters over here at Mishawaka if we could have them. <laughs> and, and then you turn around, you've got St. Joe on Friday night. Yeah, so it's going to be two, I think, two different contrasting styles where, you know, Penn will um, kind of slow it up a tad more and, and run some sets and then and play some offense where um, I feel like it's it's the proverbial Nolan Richardson on Friday night, the old 40 minutes of hell of getting up and down, full court pressuring and shooting it quick um, against St. Joe. So, um We'll worry about Penn first, and we got two days to worry about St. Joe. So I, I thought I thought that St. Joe game last year, um, and I, I I I told you this. Uh, I thought that St. Joe game, um, and especially the overtime period, uh, uh, Konezny missed a couple free throws that that could have sealed the deal for St. Joe, and then Anthony Nelson hits that big three at the end to put you in the overtime, and then the then your overtime you were super, you were superb, you were excellent, and I. Thought Thought that just that four-minute period of overtime was enough to kind of slingshot your mentality uh, into the sectional tournament uh, at Laporte, which you then went and and just took care of business. And it's been a hundred years since Mishawaka won a sectional, and so you go uh, down there or up there and, and win that. But I, I thought that St. Joe deal was really huge in getting your mentality right to go win that. Yeah, I would agree a little bit with that because we we had been struggling to that point. You know, we had lost Brady um, for three or four games there, and I think for a, a time period there, we were like, I don't know, one and four at the end of the season, and then we beat St. Joe, and and coincidentally, he came back for that game, um, and 
yeah, Anthony Nelson hitting a big shot to send it to overtime. Um, and, and ultimately us winning the game, I thought, gave us huge momentum, huge confidence going into the sectional the next weekend before. Well, the, the, Bodie, the one thing I see with these two, you, you're playing two quality teams this week. Uh, arguably, both of them could be favorites in, in different sectionals. You know, Penn over at Elkhart and St. Joe over at South Bend, Washington, separate from you, definitely getting you ready. You know, let's say a week from now, you're on Monday night and you've lost both these games. Mentally, is that, can your kids, you know, can you use that as a, as a stepping stone or can they handle you know, the possibility that they can lose both these games and still be ready for a Tuesday night ball game? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, and, and Heck can attest to this, just with the veteran guys that we have and the guys that have been there and the guys that went through um, the gauntlet last year, the sectional. Um, you know, this senior class has been through a lot. Um, they know how to handle a tournament. And they know how to handle getting to um, a Saturday night. Well, last year it was a Monday night uh, sectional final. Um, but we'll take it one step at a time like we always do. We're not going to look by – Penn right now, then we're not going to look by St. Joe, and then we're not going to look by Laporte and take it one game at a time. Yeah, I, I think, and I think every you know every good coach uh, really does that. When I interviewed Jad Johnston uh, before the game of your last game against Adams, uh, the question was posed, and then the question was posed to you too: uh, Are you going to hold anything back because you might see Adams in the sectional? And obviously, your answer was no. We're going we're to play. We're going to play our guts out to win this game, man. Are you crazy? And, right. Chad, and Chad Johnson says, oh, yeah, we're going to hold some things out. Uh, we don't want to show Mishawaka everything in case we have to play him. I don't think that was the case anyway. I think he played his gust out to try and win. And when you look at your sectional draw now, um, obviously I think every coach wants that buy, but I, I don't know. I mean, you didn't have the buy last year, and you, you you strung it together. So so what are your initial thoughts on, on, on the draw in your sectional? Um. I like that, uh, you know, Michigan City and South Bend Riley have to uh, potentially go through each other um, and let them be on the other side of the bracket from uh, us uh, and, and, and not to not to go ahead and slingshot Michigan City, uh, you know, past Plymouth. Um, but, you know, looking on paper right now, they're probably the favorite. Um, and then, you know, we've got to we got to find a way to take care of a, a very scrappy Laporte team who, you know, at times this year can really shoot the ball and they put games together where they've shot it well and then they put games together where it's like, man, they can't buy a bucket. Um, you know, and, and, and then for me, you always get a little bit nervous. You know, the first game, Tuesday night, that's when it seems to be all, you know, your biggest upsets in the state of Indiana for the sectional always happen that first game on a Tuesday night. So, we want to try to stay away from that. Um, I don't even care if we win the game by one. That means we're moving on, um, and we would play on Friday night. Yeah, and we would certainly be remiss if we didn't say that the games are at the cave. Yeah, man. I was getting ready to say, what, what a bonus. The, the games are – it's a home game for you this year. You, you, win the, you win the sectional, and you get the host the next year. Is that how it works? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know if that's how it works. I think those were, <laughs> we're going to go those with were it. drawn out before I got there. So well, we were just lucky enough to get it this year. Bodie, the one thing I was going to ask you is going back to your these next two games with Penn and St. Joe next year, you may, if you have a, like a, a 
lot of you know you're going to get rid of some veterans. You've got some seniors this year. I don't know who the coach was before you that got that schedule. You need to get that schedule fixed and maybe get some other teams in there. That last week of the season would be one of my suggestions. Yeah, I think we're looking to try to fix that a little bit. I would move them so around, maybe kind of lighten that thing up a little bit. Geez, that guy, the this guy year, before me. This yeah, year, but the guy, so the guy before uh, you. I don't you even know, want to hear this stuff, man. I'm just saying <laughs> – he had, he had his own ways about doing things. You might want, you might want to put your this. put your own little trademark. Hey, he schedule. did, man. He got the, he got Riley out of the out of the you know the late part of the schedule. He he, he moved Riley up uh, early, right? Uh, yeah, I'll take credit for that. Yeah, I know you did, man. I know you played him at Kokomo. Hey, so now the conference deal. And um, so I, I think I think there's there's probably also something in the conference deal now because you tie with Northridge and you tie with your best buddy, Derek Deshaun at Concord. So I would have loved to have been involved in that conversation when you called Derek and said, hey, buddy, man, you got to share this deal. Right. Uh, well, I, I told him I said, congratulations. Uh, you can thank me later, but yeah. I got you coach of the year in the conference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For going ahead and get beat on, on Saturday night by Wallace C. And I think he laughed a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we got to share it. It's, uh, it's, it's tough to swallow a little bit because we had a chance to kind of uh, take care of it ourselves and we didn't. But needless to say, we're still one of the tops in the conference, which is always a, a, a great honor. And something you don't get every year. No, no. And, and listen, when you print the shirts up, man, it, it, says, it doesn't say co-champion. It says Northern Lakes Conference champion, man. And, and nobody really knows. But that's, I mean, the parity in that league this year was was really good. You had a chance, a, a great chance to win it outright. But the parity with Northridge with two losses, with um, Concord 16-3, and three, and two of those losses are conference losses, uh, I mean – those are, I mean, that's three really good teams: Mishawaka, Northridge, and you haven't even mentioned Concord. Warsaw yet. And then, and then Warsaw. But, but I got to ask you this question, man. And I've been, I've been waiting to ask you this question. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what your answer will be. But you guys are fixing to play Warsaw, and it's gonna, it's a big, big freaking game, man. Uh, Mishawaka <laughs> hadn't beaten Warsaw, and they're coming into the cave. I'm I'm broadcasting the game, and I'm I am expecting to come into that cave about the first quarter of the JV game and see that thing already start to pack out a little bit, and the crowd rolling in and stuff. And when that varsity game tips off, I mean, there's no I mean, the Mishawaka crowd is kind of non-existence, which really really ticks me off as an ex-coach there, and I know the current coach, uh, Bodie Bender, yourself, you got to look out there and say, man, where's our crowd? This is a huge game, man, right? Yeah, I mean, a big game. It, it still had big conference implications at the time. And, you know, Warsaw obviously still had a chance to finish on top of the conference. And um, I, I'm, I'm really hoping tomorrow night will be different, um, especially having your crosstown rival coming from about, well, I don't know, four minutes away um, that we could we could possibly take our at least our student section and fill it to the rafters 
Now I know I know where Heck's going to go with this, and I got to be careful because he always likes to promote free <laughs> tickets for the students. Uh, and I'm not going to get on and say that, but you know, if our athletic department wanted to come out and say that tomorrow, I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> no, and you, and I know why you say this because last year you were so excited, and uh, and I I don't even remember which game it was, but it was. I think it's the Northridge game. Yeah, the Northridge game, and you got on there. You say, "Hey, free tickets to students." <laughs> and Dean Hubbard, our athletic director, and bless Dean. I thought I thought Dean was really pretty good at doing those kind of things, at, at trying to, you know, maneuver the tickets around, whether it's the elementaries or whether it's the junior high, to get people in the cave. I mean, this is a great team you got. This is a sectional returning team with veterans, and that, that place should be packed out a little bit. And a lot of it has to do with the marketing and – I mean, I, I, you know what? I go to a football game, Bodie. I see the little elementary kids form the line for the football team, right? Uh, right. From Beager, from Battelle, from all of them. And they used to do it at the basketball games, but I ain't seeing any of them at the games this year. I mean, that's right. another 100 kids and their parents, you know, uh, you know, being at that game. So I'm, right. I am so hoping that tomorrow night – um, people get the message. Uh, two weeks ago, we had 3,400. Um, we're almost getting up to 4,000 hits on our show two weeks ago. So we get – I'm putting this out on our show tonight, man. That You guys, they need to pack it out for you because I know and you know when you're the home team and you play in front of that kind of a crowd, the advent, I mean, the advantage to doing that, right? No, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. There's nothing that makes – Obviously, Indiana high school basketball any better than packed houses, loud crowds, student sections, student sections yelling at each other. Um, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Hey, so we got to jump off here, man. But but anyway, I want to congratulate you on that conference championship. Um, uh, your your team plays really really hard. You're giving up under 50 points a game. That's that's always that's that's always been a, a deal, right, Pat? I, that we always look at. I, yes, that's exactly right. Under 50 a game, and you got those guys playing the right way. Uh, uh, knock out the rest of this week, and then uh, good luck at that tournament, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Sounds good. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Good luck, Bodie. Nice talking with Bud. Yep. That is the great uh, Bodie Bender, a young coach. He's, you know what? He's young, but he's got an old soul. That, that's how I would describe. He, he's it. old school. He is old school. Yeah, he's old school. He's <laughs> old school uh, with being young. Hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, a commercial. Then, we're, then we got a lot of hoops to talk about, man. I can't wait hoops. to hoops. Han Funeral Home again, a major sponsor of ours. Pat Han, uh, they stand ready to meet anybody's needs and exceed your expectations when selecting a funeral home. The experienced funeral directors and staff will be there for you every step of the way for all your funeral service needs. Give the people at Han Funeral Home on 8th Street in Mish, 574-255-1474, a call, and they will certainly take care of you at a time of need. That's it's a very sad time for you and your family. Tony Letcher, Health Markets Insurance, whether you need help with your health health insurance or Medicare, it's time to get the right coverage for the right price. Call Tony at 574-307-8882. Black Sedan Band, man. They're the best. It could be time for your Fricks commercial, man. It's about that time. Scott, you want to give us our little car running across? 
Because I know you work for Fricks. I do work for Fricks. Man. <laughs> There's our car. That's right. If you call Fricks at 574-256-0650, if you've got kids here in the area that are 15, they can get their permits and, and get their driving in there. They do, they've been around for three generations now. I know they've been around since the 60s and 70s. And uh, that if you're here in this area, in the northern part of the state. I know how to drive. Yeah, yeah you went there, didn't you? And Stephanie. And we, I mean, we're now to the point where we've got parents coming in saying, well, hey, you were my driver's ed teacher. And I'm going, really? oh, boy. <laughs> uh, how many tickets you <laughs> and, got? And, and, they're bring, and they're bringing them back. So I guess we must have done something right. But today, I've got two teams for our road team of the week, Scott. And the first one's going to be high school girls, believe it or not. And I'm picking uh, Lake Central Indians with our buddy Joe Huppenthal, the coach. Yeah, the ex, the ex Clay head he coach. He used to be a coach at Clay. He had a busy weekend, but I tell you what, Lake Central had a great, great run. They were going to the state finals here. They're going to play Lawrence Central next week. Uh, two weeks ago, they went to Laporte in the regional and beat number 11, South Bend, Washington. This past weekend, they went back over to Laporte for the semi-state, and they beat number 10, Homestead, and they beat number 13, Noblesville, and they are ranked 14th. So you've got number one, Lawrence Central, and number 14, Lake Central, in the uh, the big girl tournament next, uh, so, next so who did So who did Lake Central beat in the semi-state? They beat Noblesville, who, which was... You know, and everybody kept saying whoever wins down at Noblesville, you know, whether it's Westfield, HSE, Noblesville, Carmel, they're, you know, because last year it was the same situation because they had to play Fort Wayne Snyder and they did get to the final two and lost to BNL. So this is the second year in a row that you've had a, a team from that semi state come up, come up here to this area. And this year, Lake Central beat them. And this is two years in a row they've been in the, the final four. This year, now they're in the final. Oh, that's great. So good job. Congratulations, Joe. Good job for Hup. Uh, He's got five girls that score anywhere between nine and a half. Uh, Milosnik is 8.8. Nadia Clayton's at 7.2. Vanessa Wimberly, she's good, by the way, at 9.4. They've got uh, Anaya Bishop. I think they're talking about her being uh, an Indiana All-Star average in nine and a half a game, just to show you how, how she can do a lot of different things. And then I, the junior, the girl I like is Isla Crager, about six one girl, that, and she averages eight point seven. So he's got three seniors and two juniors playing. They've been there before, and this year they get to play in the state finals. So congratulations to, to Hup and, and Lake Central. College we had a big game this weekend. Scott and I were talking about this. Kentucky goes to Auburn. Auburn's undefeated at home. And comes away 70-59. Kentucky's playing a lot better right now. Well, yeah, John Calipari was getting ready to jump off a bridge. Um, he had lost some games. That they had he's lost, not, what, three in a row at home. Yeah, and he's not used to doing that. Uh, when the one-and-dones were, were the big deal, um, John Calipari was getting all of them. I don't think – I don't believe that it's it's to the point that it was from the quantity standpoint of freshmen leaping into the NBA because of the fact that it's they, they, they're getting paid now. Well, but, and he's, he's got a good group of kids. The problem they had from everything I was reading was they weren't playing any defense. They still act like it was an AAU game. And yeah, you he, can't and do he, that. And he basically said, look, you know, and he's in the last two weeks things have changed – 
their defense has gotten better. They're, they've got people getting on the floor. Uh, last week, Reeves had 22, including uh, three, three six-pointers. Uh, Therio had 14. Dillingham had 11 off the bench. So, uh, and, and, you know, anytime you've got Kyle Perry on one side and Bruce Pearl on the other bench, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Pearl has really come up through the ranks as an assistant coach at the Big Ten level at, at Iowa, I believe, and then took the head coaching job he was at, at Southern, the University of Southern Indiana. Yeah, he was at Southern Indiana when one of my players was there, Kenny Love went, was down there for two years. Yeah, back, just and, and wins every place and, and he goes. And wins everywhere he goes. So right now, Alabama's 10-2, and two, Tennessee's 9-3, and three, South Carolina's 9-4, and four, Kentucky. And, and Auburn both have four losses. So uh, the S- keep track of the SEC here for these next couple of weeks. It's going to be fun. Well, it's, it's, it's the big time of the year now because of seeding. Uh, who's getting into the tournament? Uh, seeding. Um, and it's, it's huge. I mean, I mean, games right now are huge. And when you talk about the NCAA tournament, as we stay uh, on the college uh, level still, um, it, uh, this always happens, man. It's it always happens. Last week, Purdue, the seating co- uh, committee came out and said Purdue would be the if, if it ended today, Purdue would be the overall number one seed in the NCAA tournaments. And um, what what they do? What do they do? They go to Ohio State uh, Sunday. Jake, Jake, or John? Is it John Diebler or Jake Diebler is the head coach? Jake. Jake, Jake Diebler is the head coach. Played at Valpo. Yeah, there's John they're, played they're bro- there. Brothers, one, the one that's the ones at Ohio State played at Valpo. Is that right, Scott? And then the Correct. one, and, and then his brother that played at is Ohio on State at is Butler. on the staff at Butler. With, and and we talked matter. about this last week, Scott. I mean, Scott posed this question to us. Scott, do you have any questions for us this week by any chance? Uh, I didn't get any listener questions. Um, I'm leaving it open to the chat for. Okay. Uh, Text okay. me or leave a comment and answer that question from earlier about the NBA All-Star Game. Or, you know, if you have anything nice to say about Purdue, uh, I'd, I'd love to hear it because I don't really have a whole <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I got a segment. I, I got the segment. Of course I got something nice to say about Purdue. A very popular segment, too. Yes. We're going we're to get yes. to it here shortly. I, I, I have a segment, but I, I want to say, say that on last week's show, the question was posed to us. Will Chris – uh, Holtman be fired during the season, or will they wait till the end of the season? And that was, on Monday night, we said no, they're going to keep him. We said that they would keep him for the rest of the season, and um, obviously later, we were wrong, man. Two days later, they, no, he got the axe. They showed us we um, didn't know what we were talking about. He got the axe. He's getting a nice little buyout. Where I, I, read, I read that what was his buyout? Scott was it twelve mil? Was it twelve or seventeen million? I can't remember. Twelve, I believe, sounds right. Have we done the Magic Mind commercial? Because well, I, I, I was listen, listen. I was getting ready to you, you compliment you on all that knowledge because you weren't reading those. You weren't reading that information on Lake Central. You had it stored in your brain, and you were rattling it off what happened well. last year. And I, I thought to myself. Is Pat taking Magic Mind? It just didn't tell me. I, I didn't know. I, I backed From the Ron for twenty percent off. No, hey, <laughs> Magic Mind, man. <laughs> slash forward slash Ron twenty percent. I got some. I got an order. That's I got funny. it in starting tomorrow. Well, we we talked just real briefly about that. Let me let me men- mention. We just mentioned Butler. Butler has hit the reality wall. They've lost two here recently. Well, you. I mean, you went and saw him play last week, right? Well. Uh, 
they and they lost to uh, they lost Tuesday night, and then they turn around and lose this weekend to Creighton. So Butler's back in the pack now. They're seven and eight, and there it's not going to get any better. They uh, they go to Villanova tomorrow night. Now the big game tomorrow in the Big East is is UConn at Creighton, and they're right now they're uh, they're up the top. Those are the two of the top three teams. UConn's number one. Creighton's ranked number like 15, 16, something like that. And then next on the weekend, Butler has to go to Seton Hall. So they're going to be on the road two times in a row here. And they're basically trying to play just to get back up to 500. I, I talk about your Butler experience. You were at the game. Who, so who did Butler play? I didn't go. I had to cancel because of my hip. What? I couldn't walk. What? I was, I was flat on my back for three days it's this week. It's the Butler Bulldogs. Isn't that, isn't that sad? I could not sit down we long enough to go. You should have got your dad's walker. I, yeah, I could have. They did, but What? David didn't have a handicap sticker. Let me just say this well, much. But they did play Marquette. Well, Marquette spanked That's them. That's what it was, Marquette. Marquette spanked them bad. It was 20-point ballgame. So, they probably did me a favor. So so let me just say this much. Here's the difference between me and PK. Not not, not many differences. We're both curmudgeons. We're both old guys. We, we both have old souls. Two years ago, the Bears played uh, Philadelphia. Minus 20 degrees at Soldier Field. Um, heck, you ain't going to that. You're going to catch pneumonia, blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? Chicago, Rick? I mean, Soldier Field? My wife and I bundled up. I would have I would have took you in the wheelchair to Butler. I would have well, pushed it. You should have told me. I have not. Heard, I keep getting you know my, my roommate, my, David Cunningham. It was his tickets. Oh, he still calls me. And he's calling me every name in the book, and oh, none of them are any good. Well, yeah, because you were so. weren't you going to Fast Freddy's or something yeah. to, eat, to eat dinner? Yes, we we had we had an afternoon planned, and oh, I I was man. I tried, but I, I'm telling you, it was it would have been ugly. It would have been ugly. All right, folks, we move on <laughs> from this segment. Um, no, hey, get the Purdue thing up, man. Get heck loves Purdue. Because Purdue goes and they lose seventy three to sixty nine. Brandon Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, Lawyer are zero for three from downtown. Purdue three for nine from downtown. Um, just a game. I mean, uh, Zach Eady has eleven shots, only a seven for eleven, thirteen rebounds, twenty two points, but obviously six not turnovers. Uh, uh, by Zach? Yep. Yeah, that's yep. Uh, you can't do that, run, big fella. Run, run your Purdue thing, Scott. Give us you can't. I'm going to say something nice about Purdue, okay? <laughs> and here's what I'm going to say. Um, they go, and I mean, parody in all sports is is a tough thing because just like Bodie Bender, he I mean Wallace is six and fourteen, right? And he goes to play for the conference championship, and um, they lose. Uh, Ohio State's struggling sometimes. Sometimes you get a quick bump when you change coaches. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a different voice in the locker room. It's a different voice on the practice floor. Uh, the love flows. We love our we love Coach Diebler. We love him. He talks nice to us. He doesn't cuss us out. He pats us on our back. Right. And so you get a little bit of a bump so there. The honeymoon. 
Yeah, the honeymoon stage. That's a great way to put it. They had a honeymoon this weekend. Let's and see so how they do this they come week. out and beat the number one team in the country. But here's my nice comment about Purdue. You're still in first place by a game and a half. That's right. You're 12 and three. Illinois is 10 and four. You play Illinois next week, I believe. Um, two weeks from now, I believe. Two weeks. Yeah. But you're still in first place uh, in the Big Ten. And it, whoever's going to win the Big Ten will get a number one seed. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. It's, I mean, historically, that's kind of been the mm-hmm. case, right? Yeah, it sure has. And so, and so it's just a matter of regrouping. It is so, it is so hard to go through a, a complete season, whether it's on the high school level, whether it's on the college level, and run the table and have your guys ready to play every single night when you're in the big 10 and I don't care if you're playing Rutgers. I don't care if you're playing Indiana. I don't care who you're playing. If their record isn't good or whatever. I mean, the capabilities for upsets happen all the time. And when I got to know Rick Majerus, the late great Rick Majerus, Rick Majerus talked to me about scheduling. I was coaching at Anderson and we talked about scheduling and he said, heck, you 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 can't schedule. I mean, to have the number one schedule in the state of Indiana, the toughest schedule, I mean, what does that get you? I, I don't think that gets you anything. And he told me that. He said, you got to build your schedule to you where, where, uh, uh, where you have an opportunity where your team doesn't have to play its best and you still have a chance to win. And I think I think that's the hard thing at the college level because because the conference scheduling is they tell you when you go play whenever right. you don't get a chance to schedule well, it. Well, I'm just looking here. Look at the teams that, that have beaten Purdue. Northwestern is right now fourth place with six losses. Here's Nebraska with seven, and then down here at the bottom, Ohio State's eight and ten. Yeah. So I don't know if if Coach Painter says, guys, you weren't ready to play. You stunk it up. I don't know if that's the case, or I don't know if just Ohio State just brought the level of their game up like 15 notches. I Here's mean, what I'm, I'll say. Here's what I'll say about Ohio State as a as a guy that I fell in love with college sports because of Greg Oden and Mike Conley, and that's why I still cheer for Ohio State, even though I went to Purdue. So this is always the weirdest game of the year for me, too, where it's like, yay, no, no, yay. Uh, I'm happy. I'm sad. Whatever. Um, Ohio State's roster is very talented. They have a lot of very good blue chip recruits on their on their roster. And I had mentioned to to Dad even before the year started. I said Ohio State will probably be pretty good this year. Make the tournament next year. They're like Final Four talented. They're they're very very good. But they just Chris Holtman just couldn't put it together coaching wise. And I think um, and what what if people did watch it and watch the whole game, I think what you saw was obviously a, a re, rejuvenated team, but they were put in positions where their talent could actually do something where you had a guy like Jamison battle, who I believe is the big Ten's best three point shooter. He actually got to shoot it and he made like four in a row and pushed the lead out to 12 at one point in the second half. And, heck, and then you get a guy like Bruce Thornton that scored the first like eight points for Ohio state. I mean, they're, these guys are so talented yeah, they just they, couldn't put it together. The one guy didn't score at all in the first half, got in foul trouble, and then came out and lit it up in the second yeah, half. Yeah, it was Jamison Battle. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Heck made a good point, too. 
that Diebler, here's Diebler on his first game. So everybody's in love with the assistant coaches. Now let's see what happens in week number two. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, down the stretch here. Let's let let's see how I mean, I mean, how it rolls out here because it's always easy. It's always, and I don't say it's easy. It's easier being in that third or fourth seat mm-hmm. uh, because in the back of your mind, an assistant coach, you're always saying, "Oh man, what we should do this? Oh man, we should do that," and um, and sometimes you don't say that to the head coach because the head coach, I mean, whether he he has. Uh, I mean, whether he he he, he has this arrogant uh, uh, thing about him, or 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 he doesn't want to take ideas from your assistant coaches, but 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 like I would say, Pat, what do we need to do? And if Pat said, "Heck, this offense sucks, man. We need to change this," um, I would probably listen to Pat. And um, but when you're sitting in that assistant's coat or that that assistant seat, sometimes those comments never come out. But then you move over two chairs, mm-hmm. and then it's and then it's a different deal. And now and now Chris Holtman has been a great head coach, man. And he'll, he, and he'll still get a he'll get a he, he coach, good job. He coaches brains out at Butler, coaches brains out at Ohio State, uh, and, and just I don't know. It's chemistry. It, it's it's something that just wasn't right for the last couple of years, and 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 we'll see what happens. But Mike, so if you're I, Ross Bjork. Going into the summer, who who are you calling? We had this question. Uh, uh, what was it last week? Who who's who's Ross Bjork, the new AD? Calling is it? I don't I don't think it's going to be Jay Wright. I think Jay Wright's too happy doing TV. But I mean, do you guys think that Ohio State's a premier enough college basketball job that they can pretty much call whoever they want and offer well, a blank check? I, I think it is, but I think you have to wait and see what happens on this bump, on this bump with uh, with Diebler and see see where he keeps this team because there there's just been countless number of guys that have got their chance and then they've had the interim tag removed mm-hmm. and their career started out you know you just never know well we'll find my out my contention my contention though is Jake Diebler's never been a head coach anywhere and and you don't you don't cut your teeth and get your your first head coaching job at Ohio State, Ohio State. in any sport yeah. well you yeah and uh, I'm sure I think he guaranteed himself a mid major job yeah, yeah, but you don't know. I mean, I mean, you don't know. Uh, Deshaun I'm calling Foster, Jerome Tang. Foster, I, I mean, Deshaun Foster is an assistant coach, uh, a f- football coach, um, and just got the the head coaching job at where. Uh, I'm drawing a this blank. Is, no, this is my this is my magic UCLA. mic. UCLA. UCLA was on the staff with Chip Kelly. Was an assistant coach. Uh, I mean, hadn't cut his teeth in any other uh, college football program. Was never yeah, a UCLA football a lot of, is is a lot of it not, not yeah. even comparable. So, well, so we'll see. And speaking if it of was my, UCLA basketball, I would I would say that's a crazy and speaking hire. Of Mike Conley just signed an extension. Man, the ageless wonder, the ageless wonder is just a great, great basketball player. And all those all those years at uh, Lawrence North. Uh, Greg Oden was the big man. Greg right. Oden got all of the stuff, but Greg, but uh, Mike Conley. He I was mean, the motor. He drove sure. it, right? He was. I, I have well, a fun fact about Mike Conley. Tell Did us. You know he's he's never gotten a tech in the NBA. Interesting. Interesting. That's a nice. I heard. Yeah, he's uh, when when Titus talks about him on his show, he'll he'll talk about Mike is the nicest person to ever walk the planet. 
And yeah, I think well, Mike that's... Mike had gotten a tech maybe one time, but then he got it. Uh, he appealed it and he got it removed. So <laughs> well, Mike Conley has never had an NBA technical foul. If Mike, if Mike Conley uh, ever signed with the Golden State Warriors, they ought to room him with Draymond Green then. Oh boy! And see if he if some of that could rub off on on Draymond Green. Hey, uh, back to college basketball for a second. Last well, uh, 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 Valentine's Day. Valentine's That's Day. That's right. You you went, I went to, I took went my over lovely here wife, to sweet Monica and saw the Irish play. I saw the Irish play and uh one of our ex players at Mishawaka, Raheem Brayton, uh, uh made the team as a walk on, so he got me great tickets. I sat next to Al Rhodes and his wife. We had a we had a great evening and um I, I saw Notre Dame win its second uh ACC game in a row, uh, uh beating uh Georgia Tech. 58 to 55 and and I will say this much I don't think I don't think uh Notre Dame have has the bigs to be competitive in 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 uh, division 1 basketball like they want to be but I will say this much Marcus Burton the ex uh um Indiana Mr. Basketball from down the road Penn High School can get a shot anytime he wants at 510 he's so quick he can he can he can burst it stop on a dime and leave change and elevate and hit that 15 foot jumper anytime he wants he is the real deal and I thoroughly enjoyed watching uh, Notre Dame play I I enjoyed watching Micah Shrewsbury uh coach his brains out and um and his staff but here's the here's the thing that I came away with, uh, saying, and then and by the way, and by the way, Marcus Freeman was in the first row, mm-hmm. watching the game. Had one of his kids with him. Uh, it's it's just it's great support when you see the head football coach right there cheering his brains out for you. But he, here's what I'm going to tell you: that place wasn't even twenty five percent full. I was going to say they kept. You could see in the background there was nobody there. Did they have the upper balcony bleachers even pulled out? Yeah, no, they were pulled out, but it was there was it. it I mean, to me, there were no students there. That's to for me, sure. it's ACC basketball, and it's it, there should be people supporting uh, the Irish. And, and and the problem that I have, and I know, I mean, I know, you know, that. He gets his recruits in there. The, they become really good. They're at the top of the league. They're they're playing Duke. They're playing North Carolina. That now those games are going to be freaking sellouts. Right. And I I hate that. I hate fans that just jump on board when you're just when you're winning because that Notre Dame team that he had uh, on that given night on Valentine's Day they played their freaking hearts out. And th- that that place should have been there should have been more people there watching those kids bust it and and beat Georgia Tech. Not and Georgia Tech wasn't wasn't by any means a great team either. Matter of fact, uh, one of Notre Dame's uh, other conference win was at Georgia Tech mm-hmm. this year. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed that it, uh, to the point to where I, I, I I'm talking to Sweet Monica and I'm saying, why don't we get season tickets, man? Why don't we come and watch them and support them? Um, but I, I thought, I mean, if 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 I'm watching some other games, and and I, so we're, we're coaches, right? Right. So we don't like to throw other coaches under the bus, do we? Oh, we. I don't. No, 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 because because people could have thrown been, us under the there. bus a hundred times. Yes, we've been there. So I so all this stuff about IU and Mike Woodson. 
I, I don't like to throw uh, anybody under the bus, but I, I will tell you this much. If, if IU played as hard as Notre Dame with, a, with an undermanned roster did, if IU played as hard consistently as Notre Dame did, IU would be one of the upper echelon teams in the Big Ten. Well, and I was going to make the point. We were talking about Ohio State earlier. Ohio State and IU, I think, are both in similar situations where they have a lot of talent underachieving. And every once in a while, it gets a spark gets lit somewhere, and all of a sudden they play very, very well. IU right now is just they're just going in the wrong direction. And I don't it's like a snowball going downhill. Can they get it stopped? Because they I just I thought this weekend I they just again I didn't was not impressed. I watched the game yesterday and I, they just they've got they're the tallest team. They're it's a they're one of the tallest teams in the country. Yeah. They've got, no. they've got a seven footer, they got six ten, they got six nine, they're taller than they were last year. But they can't rebound. Well, so Northwestern uh, statistically is the the worst rebounding, the worst offensive rebounding team in the Big Ten, and they come in and get um, fourteen offensive rebounds against uh, IU. Now, now you now you can't blame it on on, on Khalil Ware, the, the seven footer, because he, he had, goes for twenty two points 20. and gets sixteen rebounds. Yes, he but, went and got it. But Renault. And Mabake. Um, well, I even mean, Woodson even said that Renault had a, had an awful game. He couldn't get him out of the game quick enough. He fouled out before he could get him out of the game. Yeah, and, uh, and Northwestern uh, attempted 28 free throws. And I don't, you know, and, and Scott talked about this before about and 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 and, and did the chart about uh, Northwestern's ability to to shoot free throws. Scott, talk about that for a second, or their ability to get fouled. Yeah, so the the stat was two weeks ago, and and I don't know how the the graph has shifted for this thing. It's a website called I think it's just called College Basketball Analytics. You can Google it, sign up for an account. It's free, but the gist of it is Northwestern fouls the most, so they're the most physical team in the conference, and they get fouled the least, so they shoot the fewest amount of free throws uh, game to game. And then in this one, Northwestern was twenty two of twenty eight from the free throw line, IU was 12 of 21. So, I mean, yeah, IU's free throw percentage was garbaggio. Yeah, well, and you're, you're, you're talking about playing against a team that fouls the most, and you get to the line, and I say only 21, but only 21 times. Well, right, and Purdue well, shot, well, what, 40 against yeah, Northwestern yeah, last time? ball to the rack, and you don't – and you have the tallest team in the league. Renault is 6'8". Is uh, no, I'm sorry, 6'9". Mabake is 6'8". Um, but I contend this when, when you're, when you're looking at, at, at IU and you're looking at their, at, at their personnel, I don't think they have the perimeter players or the, no. or the I mean, <laughs> from the guard position. I, I think Trey Galloway is a, uh, is just a tough, hard ass competitor, but I don't think from the caliber of guard play in the big 10 that, that he would be a starting guard, maybe on anybody's team. He, he kind of reminds me of an Alex Caruso type that plays for the bulls that he defends. Well, he'll take charges. He, he throws his body on the court, but I, I, I think I, I mean, I, you, when they put this team together and they put this recruiting class together and, and, and I know, I know it falls on hood Shafino because at the, at that point, they never thought that he would be a one and done. And I don't, and I don't know if Hood Shafrino, if he had it to do all over again, would have stayed at IU, would have received more NIL money. 
uh, because he can't. He's not busting a grape in the NBA right, right now. And the X Man. He's a lottery hurt. pick though, so yeah. he got a good signing bonus. So, but Xavier was it Johnson? Yeah, he's, he's like got a, a bad elbow. He's and, been on the ball club ten years. Yeah, and, and he, still leads the league in, in ejections yeah. or technicals. But Galloway, you mentioned he had. Seven, there you go. He had seven points. He had seven points. And uh, but he had twelve assists. He was two for seven. Again, I, I keep remember back to the uh, the Billy Donovan thing where he said, you know, it's a forty minute game and you take seven shots. How long does it take to take seven shots? Like two minutes. So yeah. what, what'd you do the other thirty eight? Well, Galloway has twelve assists. He only had two turnovers. That's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they don't get anything out of CJ Gunn. Yeah, uh, in that game, he plays ten minutes. And Cooper Cup, he's he's a freshman. He played thirty one minutes. Yeah, and scores what six eight points. Yeah. So and he's a shooter with eight so, points. So, and so and so people are are going and, and and at fourteen and eleven and six and eight in the league. I I don't know. I mean. You can hit a hot stretch, and I you can hit a hot stretch. Uh, people are saying that Woody needs to go, and, and all this, all this stuff. Well, I don't know. I don't like saying that. They've got a home game Wednesday, and they play Nebraska. Give them a lifetime contract. They play Nebraska <laughs> on Wednesday, and then Saturday they go to Penn State. So we'll see. Hey, Missouri Valley. We were talking about hey, can Indiana I, can State. Can I tell you one thing real quick? Tell us one thing real quick. Just Jalen one. Hood, Jalen Hood Shafino was picked seventeenth. According to some, it's called Sport Track. I think they do a good job of of tracking a bunch of stuff. According to this, his salary this year is three point seven million. Could he have made that much at IU? No, no. he wouldn't have made that much at IU. He he, he might have made a mill, but I, and 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 it's a, it's so it's kind of the same thing. He's better, all right. He's better, but Blake Wesley. I mean, Blake Wesley, a, a South Bend Riley product, plays uh, for Notre Dame as a one-and-done, goes to the Spurs. Um, he ain't busting a grape in the NBA. Now he's making some money because he was a first-round pick. Well, during the All-Star break, guess where he was? He was at Riley getting his jersey retired. Yeah, so so here's the question. He's not down there playing in the Futures game. No. He's up here. No, and, and here's, here's, here's the question. And I, I would love to be able to – to uh, get a hold of the representatives for for those two players, uh, and and ask them straight up. So what is it? Is it the fact that you got cash, or is it minutes and playing time that you really wanted? Because because it's it's kind of the same thing when a college player has a has a choice. He can go and he can sit on the bench at a Division one school. He can be a little fish in a big pond. Or he can go and play in a crossroads league at a Grace, who's the number one rated school in the country, and average 35 points a game and play uh, 38 minutes a game and love playing. So it's it's always that question. If you if you had a chance, if you had a chance to come back and you were going to play 38 minutes a game because that's what you love to do, right? Right. I agree. Or go sit on a bench and be the number. 12 guy for the Lakers or go sit on the bench and, and, and be the guy who's with the Spurs who's, and bounce back and forth. Yeah, yeah, league. yeah, yeah. Or play at Notre Dame. You know, you're not going to make three mil, but you might make 750 G more than you and me make and get, uh, in and 10 get, years. And get another year for his toward his degree. Yeah. I mean, more than you and me make in 10 oh, years for heaven's sake. I think with a good agent though. I mean, like I've got the website pulled up for Blake Wesley. He, 
his contract was four years, 12.2 mil. I mean, that's how much of that's, I mean, that's guaranteed. Oh, I don't, uh, all of it. Yeah. No, the NBA contracts are all guaranteed. Dan. Yeah. I mean, the guys, I mean, that's, that's life changing. I mean, it's yes, generational. Sir. You're not going to get that anywhere so else other than pros. Dollars. Yeah. So I agree. Yep. Uh, and it's, it would be the same thing probably with Hood Shafrino. He's going to have, you know, a, a little him, bit more. Instead of, so instead of four years, a little it bit took more. him one year to get that. So congratulations. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I go back again. Is it minutes played? or Is it minutes played or is it cash? He's got a cash? bank account. Is it cash? I, I know. I, I know. And, and maybe it would be different for me. Maybe he can I get mean, both. maybe. I mean, I, mean I like for me, I, I love flying. But as long as the paycheck clears, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I don't know. I mean, I so I went to Manchester and could have played probably at some other places, but played. I played, man, every mm -hmm. day. I freaking played, and I got minutes in games. And at the end, when I was a senior, and the last day for me to take that jersey off, it was a I was freaking crying, man, because I couldn't play anymore. I couldn't well, play in games. And see, mine mine was just the opposite. I was at Butler, sitting on the bench. But it was paid for, and it was. A and you got a Butler education. I got a Butler education. I had two younger brothers, and I had a dad that had told me, "says Look, you're not going anywhere because I said I can't pay for all three of you." <laughs> so, so I knew that my, you know, part of my job was to keep my butt there and keep my grades. Well, yeah, up. but why didn't I? Call, why didn't I call you? Say, PK, you you're gonna get minutes with the Manchester Spartans, well, man. You're I gonna have gone to Manchester. I could have gone to Anderson. Oh, to there were chicks everywhere, man. I could have I could have played probably. You know, got Are my. Are you gonna go to VMI? Yeah, I did. I got recruited to go to VMI to be a, be play football. Oh, but I did not. I wasn't real wild. Remember that was still back. Vietnam hadn't ended yet. I know. And I wasn't real wild about the two year commitment that you had at the I, end. No, I, I I know, and and I get all of that. That was you know, the military part. I just that you would was, have been an officer, Pogue. Yeah, uh, I, I, and I get all of that that generational wealth stuff. I I do get that, but I am I I don't know, man. I was it was right next it's right next to William and Mary I, with the big statue of Robert William and e. Mary. Lee who? There. What was her last name? That was the name of the college. Oh, William and Mary. Okay, and Robert E. Lee statue with his Jeez. big horse and all that. It was all it was over in Roanoke, Virginia. Hey, real Traveler quick, was the we horse's need to get name. Missouri. Yes, it was Missouri Valley. Uh. Indiana State's tied with Drake right now at 13-3. and three. Uh, Wednesday night, Indiana State goes to Valpo. Belmont's at Drake. Quick, what town's Drake in? Drake is in Omaha, Nebraska. No, it's not. Where? It's no, in, it's in Iowa. It's in Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the S is silent. Yes. And Saturday, they play Illinois Chicago's down at Terre Haute. And Drake's at... All right. I wrote down Northern Iowa. And just All right. So, so, so ISU will tear up Valpo and they'll tear up UIC. So ISU will now be 15 and three in the league. So um, on ESPN, there's a great special on the head coach at Indiana state came from a, a D two program. I want to say was originally a great high school tennis player um, who wanted to be a basketball player. And his dad told him, man, you got to stay with tennis and he said, no, I want to do basketball. And uh, he's now the head coach at Indiana State. Indiana State has a 6'10 uh, a post player by the name of Avia, um, uh, maybe Desi Avia or, or something along those lines, who, 
who has or is getting some compare comparisons to uh yeah uh to to uh nick uh a uh, uh, joke uh, go Jokic, Jokic, yes. Yeah. Now, obviously, magicmind.com not slash Ron, <laughs> forward Thanks. slash Ron, forward slash Ron. But who's getting some of those comparisons? But uh, and obviously not and to the point. The, of him, the, the, it's but he's a physical. big that can he's, handle it, and he's he's got these big Coke bottle glasses. He's got yeah. he's got his big Bob Hiddle glasses. Yeah. So, so congrats for ISU, man. Know what I'm talking about. I mean, they, I mean, they've had a tough week, lost a couple, but, but hey, congrats you're gonna be busy. You're going to be busy with the NAI this week, right? Yeah, I got two. I got uh, a double header on Wednesday at IUSB and a double header on Saturday at IUSB, the CCAC conference. Uh, the Crossroads League is really good. Grace is number one in the, or they were number one in the country. Uh, I see they they're twenty five and one overall. Really, really good. Scott Moore, the brother of Matt Moore, who's the head coach at Warsaw, is the head coach at Grace. Just does a great job. Uh, Greg Tonigal is the head coach at Indiana Wesley, and they're fourteen and two and twenty three and three. That's that is a great that is a great it's good league. basketball and Bethel uh, nine and seven in that league eighteen and eight Bethel's got one of the the, the greatest guards in 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 NAI basketball in a, a former Penn standout Drew Lutz he'll be an All American won't he he will be an All American I mean he gets into that J as quick as anybody I've ever seen get into the J this is the last week of the of the season for your NAIA's so they've yeah. got a game Wednesday they got a game Saturday and then the following week their conference tournament so starts when the high school basket when the high school board Boys are in sectional. They start their conference tournaments. Yeah, and then and then the the the, the CCAC with IU South Bend. Uh, uh, Scott Cooper does a great job. They are in second place in the league at fourteen and four. Roosevelt is, has run away with it at seventeen and one. So uh, there's obviously no chance to to get that number one seed, but you'll get that number two seed, and uh, almost be assured if, if if you can play well with Olivet Nazarene at thirteen and six to to to, to get a shot at Roosevelt in the conference championship game. And they've got a couple of home games this week for you people locally. Uh, Olivet Nazarene is third. That should be a good game Wednesday night. Olivet Nazarene from over at Bourbon A is here in South Bend to play uh, IUSB. And then Saturday, they Judson's in town. Judson's over in the Quad City area. North Judson's now in the no, ACCAC. Nice try. C-A-C-C. Yeah, yeah. This is Judson College. They're in uh, – that's from uh, I've been over there. It's like Davenport. Yeah, it's no. in the Quad City area. Yeah, no. And Scott and Scott Cooper's got some in, got some South Bend oh, flavor yeah. on that team yeah, with uh, Dejon Barney, Pet, with Petty's from Washington, with Jalen Petty, Columbus. with Tez Columbus, uh, uh, from Adams, uh, transferred from Manchester, uh, Dejon Barney from uh, South Bend Riley, uh, who grew probably 10 inches. He's 6'9". He's really, really athletic. A couple, couple kids from Berrien Springs. Really, really good. And, and Scott Cooper does a great job of coaching. We got about a minute to go on some basketball, but next week's show will be a big basketball show because – We'll be heading into the sectional the next night. Yep. Next Monday, maybe, maybe, uh, uh, maybe we'll get Alex Daniel. Maybe we'll get Robbie Berger on some of the, uh, and 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 Marion's on quite a run. I, I said it when Marion when Marion beat Penn, uh, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, they had nine games left, and I I told Robbie I said if you beat if you beat Penn, they haven't lost since. Have you they? can you can run the slate out here, right. and. 
and maybe tie with Riley in the NIC for the conference championship. Now I believe they have John Glenn oh, was, and somebody else left. Yeah, I've got that written down. I was and, just going to mention real quick. The, the, and could run that out. There you go. And, and could run that out. Oh, I, they're right there. Some, who, who am I looking up? I'm on Harold's website right no, now. No, 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 no. It's Marionette Adams. Marionette Adams. And then John Glenn on I'm, Tuesday I'll, I've night. got that game. I'll be at that game. Yeah, and so and so Robbie and so Robbie can can win his last nine games, and then he drew South Bend Washington in the sectional opener, and then the the, the winner of that of the South Bend sectional I think plays the winner of uh, Tippy Valley in their yeah. one game regional. Yeah, and, and that's and that's a regional that you can obviously win. Yeah, and so, so again, it sets up well for Robbie as Robbie was four for was four and eight, mm-hmm. and then and now is, is fourteen and eight or yeah. thirteen and eight. Yeah. So they run so a hot and you had it right. Yeah, so so we'll have a chance now to to to, to next Monday uh, get a couple of coaches on and, and talk about uh, the sectionals and and get into high school basketball. Yeah. And, and real next quick week. here, just north of the border, I, uh, a lot of us had a chance to to watch the uh, Brandywine Benton Harbor game uh, last weekend too. Uh, Michigan starts their playoffs on Monday. Uh, up here in Edwardsburg, which is just across the border, they host uh, Edwardsburg plays Lakeshore, and Niles plays Dwajak on Monday night next week, and then Benton Harbor will play the winner of the Edwardsburg Lakeshore. Benton Harbor is twenty and one, and they're one of the highest ranked teams in the state. Yet they go to Brandywine and got beat, and so uh, Brandywine shares the conference with them, and then Bering Springs will play the winner of the Niles Dwajak game in Divi- in uh, Division Three. Uh, Buchanan and Bridgman play. Brandywine will play the winner of that. They go over to White Pigeon and play. And uh, White Pigeon plays Cassopolis. And those games are all Monday night, which will be a week from tonight. All right, man. Uh, Tony Letcher, Health Markets Insurance, are one of our main sponsors. Give Tony a call, 574-307-8882. Han Funeral Home, the great Pat Han, who we hooked up with on the beach in New Smyrna, Florida. <laughs> Uh, Han Funeral Home, uh, 505 West 8th in downtown Mishawaka. Frick's Driving Services, um, they're the best. You want to learn how to drive? Don't listen to me. Listen to Patrick J. King I'll right there. I got you covered. And uh, the Black Sedan Band, um, Bar Louis, just a great, just great people for helping us put this show on and being our sponsors. We're, we're very, very thankful to you. We will look forward to hanging with y'all next Monday next night. Monday night, we'll do a lot of high school basketball. We'll probably get the crystal ball out and get the, the Funkin' Wagnall jar and do the Johnny Carson. On the back on the and, back porch of Funkin' uh, Funk Wagnall. And uh, figure out when we will pick some winners next yeah, week. Yeah, and we want to thank the great uh, Scott King, who's in Denver, uh, producing this show for us. Uh his ability with the graphics and doing all that is phenomenal. And any any increased viewership that we have, and we have a lot of increased viewership now, is is is, is uh, Scott's response. I mean, he's responsible for that. So we thank you, Scott. Have a safe flight back You're too home. Kind. Have yep. a safe flight back home, and uh, we will see y'all next week. Yep. Tell Scott real quick on your way out. Tell people how you're breaking some of these things up and how they can watch this or listen to us here in, in the future at their leisure. The live show will be on YouTube basically as soon as we're finished. Um, and then I'll, I'll cut up certain segments, stuff that I think people will want to watch again, maybe try to push that 4,000 views again yeah. because of my clickbait uh, video title that I did two 4, weeks 000. ago. On you, you're, you're like a celebrity nationally. 
And then um, I I forgot to mention to you guys before we started, I talked to one of my connections that we may get two for well, one former major leaguer and another double uh, A ball player next week to talk a little bit about baseball, talk baseball next week, too. Yeah, so well, next awesome. week might be a uh, star studded. So maybe so maybe see if you can push that out to the following week because um the following week all all of the MLB teams will be uh I mean big time into the exhibition baseball games next week we will be hard on basketball and I and I will I will try and get a hold of Rich Donnelly who was a major league uh, baseball third base coach for 50 years and in two weeks maybe we can do a baseball show in two weeks so see if you can get your guys maybe set for two weeks we can do that i mean we can do three hour shows too we got nothing else to do right (laughs) well this one was an hour and a half show and our food's getting cold so that's right uh, all right i'll I'll play i'll play the outro you're the best man (laughs) thanks thanks, scotty talk to you guys next week